1: Nobody on the road, nobody on the beach I feel it in the air, the summer's out of reach Ah, <sighs> summer is definitely in reach If we can judge it by the uh, triple-digit temperatures And the extreme humidity here in Nashville, Tennessee Hi, hope everyone is having a great summer Thanks for joining J-Rod Concerts, the podcast This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez I uh, Hope everyone is uh, having a great time Hope everyone had a great 4th of July, maybe some water, some pool for, for all of you, maybe some Europe, maybe some travel, some roller coasters, you know, what are you into this summer? Hit us up. Hit us. S- send us an email at jamie at jrockconcerts.com. We love hearing from our audience, but let's get to today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. We're thrilled to have her because she is a pioneer. She's a trailblazer. She's a badass. Her name is uh, Pam Autori, but she's best known as Tommy. LA-based artist, she played Bonnaroo last month. She rocked it, and uh, she is releasing a brand new album, Late Bloomer, in August. And uh, what a doozy! It's fantastic. Uh, she first came to our radar um, a few weeks ago because she released um, a brand new single that that was phenomenal. Uh, and uh, but yeah, she is a trip. She's wonderful. She recently opened for Katie Tunstall. Last year, she opened for the War on Drugs. So she is uh, the flavor of the month, and she's going to be around for a long time because she's awesome, and you guys are going to love the interview. We talk a lot about um, really interesting stuff. First of all, Tomi, she was signed to RCA. She got signed one week after releasing a song on uh, SoundCloud, and that might sound awesome, but her creativity was uh, kind of uh, tied up, so she eventually got out of it. She's an independent artist now, and she's thriving, and that story always inspires me. She is, um, yeah, she talks about, if I tried, her new music video, which is phenomenal. You can check it out now on YouTube, if I tried. She talks about the magic of bats. Have you heard about soundbats? Those are, those are supposed to be really cool. Uh, we talk a lot of good stuff. So, um, you know, check out Tommy because uh, she is going to be around for a long time. So get on the train. For additional information on Tommy. visit www.thenametomi.com. And, well, let's get on with it. Pamela Tori, known as Tommy, on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hello. Tommy. look at you, Tommy.
0: (laughs) Look at you.
1: In all this summer glory.
0: I know. Can you believe it?
1: Where are you right now, Pam? What is this compound that you're coming from?
0: (laughs) I'm in Sonoma. See? In Northern California, I know, living
1: I, this lush life. I'm telling you, it's Tamal Tori's world, and we're just like stars around it. You know. <laughs> I, thank I you that. for letting us be in that. In that. I know.
0: Just, Breathe in the fresh air. Let
1: it fill you up. I know, Tommy, and we've become such big fans lately. And you know, just getting into your work, getting ready for this late bloomer, your new album coming out in August, by the way. But um, but yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Tommy, like when because you were at Bonnaroo this year, your first Bonnaroo, your yeah. you played Wednesday night, which is like the kickoff to the thousands of campers at the farm. Unfortunately, we missed it because we got there Thursday, super bummed. But you played what was an epic show, from what everybody said. Tommy, <laughs> how was how was that experience like? Because you have all this anticipation from concert goers that are, have been waiting for like months, planning. Everyone is raging, and then you come in with your incredible music, and it seemed like it was an incredible time.
0: It was such a fever dream. Like I flew and So I was on tour with Katie Tunstall for about two weeks. Last show, like we ended at nine o'clock and I got on a plane, flew to Nashville, drove down and then ended up in this giant UFO and was like, this is actually the craziest thing that's ever happened. There were 10,000 people and all of them just wanted to have a good time. It was like the best is all positive energy. I was like, this is like actually the best kind of show to play. And everyone just wanted to hear good music and dance and laugh. And it was just like a dream, truly.
1: It is. It is a special festival, right, Tommy? Because you've played all over the world. And Bonnaroo has that thing of, you know, take care of each other and, and kind of like, you know, the good vibe. It is, it is like a real thing, right?
0: Oh, yeah. It's so different from other crowds. Like, I feel like it's so positive. Like, everyone's just lifting each other up everyone wants you to succeed everyone just wants it to be like a fun show for the performer for the audience it's really like it's the most positive experience i think i've ever had
1: in front of a crowd. i agree i agree there's no judgment you know
0: you went, you're right you were body. there
1: yeah but i missed the best show on wednesday night so <laughs> it's like what's well, it's like okay like fine i was there with like Crow, but i was i then <laughs> not can i get a <laughs> oh, God, show pro pretty good pretty seriously good. And you mentioned Katie Tunstall, Tommy, you know, you've been playing her all around with her. Um, last year you opened for the War on Drugs. Basically, you are like what we call here in Nashville a musician's musician, Tommy. You, which is like, you know, our great compliment. We I think you're that good. Um, but it's going to be so fun, Tommy, to be on the bill with artists like Katie, like, you know, the War on Drugs, that push the envelope visually, sonically. You know, just like in every, in every way, right? Like that's going to be like, as an artist, such an inspiring thing.
0: It's really inspiring to watch performers of that caliber do their thing. And they're so confident in what they do. It's like, like the music that these artists make is so a part of them and their soul that it's really, it shows and it shows that it's not anything that they're trying to do. It's just who they are. And I feel like that's really nice. It's just inspiring to be around
1: yeah and that comes across right like when it's authentic
0: yes totally you don't want to go and see somebody trying to be someone else it's just like it's like even just talking to somebody you can feel that kind of energy shift and i think with performers like that it's like they've been doing it for so long it's like they're breathing
1: (laughs) you know Tommy, and that's actually one thing i'm glad you mentioned that authenticity because that is something that kind of like jumps out in your life um You know, a, a lot of people don't know this about you, but you know, you your career at one point you got a major deal signed, um, and you know you kind of like pushed it back because they weren't kind of allowing you to be that authentic, right? Is that what
0: happened? Absolutely, yeah. I, it felt like I really wanted. I'm a. I learned how to produce before I even knew what I was doing. Like I was just making my own music and recording it, and I did that at a really young age. So when I signed this record deal, I signed it with demos like 80% of the demos I had produced myself and had like written and done the whole thing. And basically what happened was going into a major label system like that, they just want it to be as good as it can possibly be. So in doing so made me kind of question, am I like, can I do this? Because if they don't want to use the music that I've made, like, what am I doing here? And it definitely like made me second guess myself for a second and became a little bit more... Oh, like I'm just going to be like a yes man and be like, yes, okay, I'll do what you say and see if it works. But honestly, it was such a huge learning experience. And like with writing and working with so many different people, I picked up so many new skills. So in the end, it was actually great. It was like a double win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I don't stuff.
1: know. But I respect that so much, Tommy, because one of my dearest friends here in Nashville, Maggie Rose, at one point, she had a major deal signed just like you. And, you know, they wanted her, they wanted to make her like a country kind of pop starlet. And she, that's not who she is. She's kind of like jam band. And that's what yeah. she's doing now. But, Guy, I would think that if I was a musician, Tommy, and anybody offered me, you know, and, you know, I was struggling a deal, I would just grab the recording contract and say, fuck it. Like yeah. Courageous thing from you, Tommy, you know?
0: Yeah, it was interesting to go through it and just be like, okay, this is how it works. This is the engine. This is how the music music industry is in this capacity. And then take that and be like, okay, how do I want to do it? What do I like about it? What don't I like about it? And how do I do it in my own way independently from all of that? Because you can do it. I have a lot of friends that are successful and independent musicians. Yeah. And you're able to just get on stage, have their fans, like release the music they want to release when they want to release it. It's just like, it's a freedom, you know?
1: You know, and Tony, being an independent musician now, like it's in some ways, it's kind of more appealing, right? In some ways, maybe you don't have like the financial backing, like, like of a label, but God, it's got to be so freeing in so many other ways. Yeah.
0: And because you don't have that financial backing, you have to get so creative. Like all of the music videos I make, I do with my partner and we just get, we just like get, have like really funny ideas and just figure out how can we bring this to life with no budget <laughs> and just like get people on board, see what, who wants to help and like, yeah. just fun like have a fun day and it's really been so special creating that kind of community
1: i mean and that's what you did with late bloomer by the way um you know the first single if i tried Mm -hmm. oh my god sweet mother of cargo pants told me like that video if mtv was still a thing (laughs) you would be like winning moonwalks and 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 those trophies left and right you know Uh, because oh my god what a video i mean the song is for my audience the song is about like communicating like with your lover when when the things kind of break a breaking point and that kind of thing i got the video. There's a mannequin involved. Uh, You know, it it is just visually beautiful. And even the behind the scenes is great. But how did the idea to this particular video come about? Like, were you tripping? Like, how did that (laughs) I
0: was, so my partner is, uh, she has a vintage clothing archive. Okay. So she has like mannequins all over the place. And I was floating in this sound bath in LA, which I was my first time doing. I was super anxious. I was just like, in a deprivation tank in total darkness. And somebody told me once that when you go to those places and you have a creative brain, that you will start visualizing things. So I was really anxious. I was kind of like, okay, let me think. I need to think of a music video. Like that song needs to come out soon. And all of a sudden I started seeing the mannequins. I was like, oh my God, what if I date a mannequin? Because that's how (laughs) it feels when you can't communicate with someone. And so that was exactly what it was. I went home and wrote the whole thing. And it was just like a blast.
1: Tell me, tell me a little bit about this sound bath thing, because you're like the third person that's told me about it in the month. So it's like it's- really, yeah. So like, it, like how long is it? Like, do you panic? Like, what oh. does it work?
0: Okay, yes, panic. <laughs> if you're anxious, like I'm an anxious human, so I'm like, yeah, I panicked, but I also was like, didn't know what to expect. So you go and you shower, and then you go into totally naked. You go into this little room, in darkness. A
1: little, like. Like,
0: like a, a like like, you a could, like, a, like a a little bit bigger than a 10 more like okay. i think 3 or 2 or 3 people could like lay side by side maybe
1: like, two. A, like a new york apartment <laughs> <Yes>. got
0: it <laughs> okay. yeah like my first apartment exactly <laughs> okay. i thought it felt right at home <laughs> uh-huh. and then it goes the music you can either have or you can have it in silence i chose to have 15 minutes of music and then the rest of the time in silence my time was about an hour okay. and i you just lay down in a salt water bath earplugs in all the lights go out dim and it feels like totally black and it feels like you're floating through space cuz you can't you're just floating in the water so you don't touch any walls there's like nothing you don't you just feel like you're in nothingness it's really really trippy you
1: does it do feel it. does it feel like more than an hour or like less
0: it feels at first that was part of my panic. Is I was like, I'm gonna be in here for an hour. <laughs> like, I'm gonna like drown in here. This is scary. Right. But after the first 15 minutes, you just kind of like get into a really intense rhythm. You let your thoughts slow down. It's just a nice place to be. I think it goes by fast. I love it.
1: Tell me, let me ask you one question about your childhood because I mean, your dad played guitar. He's the one that taught you. I mean, it's well, you've talked about it plenty, but. I love that you knew from such an early age that, like, that you're like, this is what I want to do. This is what makes me feel alive. Like, was there a moment, like, I'll give you an example. For me, it was a Metallica concert when I was, like, nine that I was like, well, fuck it. This is it. Like, I can't go back to fucking action figures, you know. Was there something like that for you? Like, something you saw on TV or something where you were like, I'm going to New York. As soon as I can get a car, I'm out.
0: (laughs) I, um... I think it was the writing process. I felt like this sense of um, honesty, like I could access this truth within myself that I just couldn't say out loud. Like I just could never really say how I felt. I grew up in a big family, a big Italian family. So it was a lot of talking over each other. And I really, I was a, and still am, can be a very quiet person. And so like having music to kind of like connect with myself and and then eventually play it for my sisters and they were like oh my god this is amazing it was like this validation that I really needed and it made me feel like deeply deeply like on their level like I could like like they were seeing me and I was seeing them and it was just like a really it was a feeling that I always get every time I play nice. so it's a feeling I feel like it just you chase that
1: yeah I was talking about that with with someone recently like it's it's enough almost to get over the the eight hour drives the gas parking like you know here's the voucher for your meal backstage whatever they feed you because you get that high once in a while right like that that thing
0: yeah and it's like you never know what you're gonna get like every show is just gonna be complete chaos like you don't know what's gonna happen something will go wrong something will go right like it's all such a—it's so alive. Like it's just
1: like the most beautiful experience. What's that feeling like, though? Like like Tommy, like when you step in the Troubadour. I'm not an artist, but like when you're in West Hollywood, that famous marquee has your name on it. It's sold out, and you're walking up those stairs, and the spotlight is on you. Like, what is that feeling like?
0: That feeling is like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> i get so nervous but once you're like i think once you're there and you realize that the audience is on your side and they want you to succeed and they want yours yeah. yeah go to be good then it's like okay let's go let's fucking go oh my
1: god Tommy. well you have so much going on during sonoma you don't want to talk to me in july <laughs> let me leave you with this um you know we saw you 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 made you co-wrote and produced a song with one of our dearest friends here brie kennedy
0: yes i love brie
1: i have to ask you about that because i I know she's gonna love hearing from you and uh, we love brie and it makes sense that that you're so beloved you're cool as shit so tell us a little bit about how that was like uh, you kind of co-creating with brie
0: she is such a freaking talented gem of a human she we as soon as we walked into the room it was like bff we just started talking about life talking about just that like push and pull of wanting things and needing to wait. And we were both really on the same page. I mean, it was, that was was probably like pandemic time. So it was like really like an intense emotional time. And, and it, I, for her, it was like a lot. I know. It was, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. And, and I remember that, like that song, first of all, like one of my favorite songs that I've ever co-written ever, because it's so like real. The lyrics are so real and intense. And then, this melody that she was just, just riffing on guitar. And I was like, okay, we got to record that right now. Like this girl like picks up a guitar and a song is born. It's like, oh, absurd. Absurd. so she like really, I mean, she really just like went into her soul and we just, I, I honestly think like every, everyone in the room is just like, okay, like let's like try to just capture what's happening because she's right. so talented and like, she knows what's up. She, Brie, kind get out of here.
1: <laughs> well, Tomi, You've said it all for today. I mean, what, what are the, like, late bloomer. We can't wait for the album late August, in August. Com- comes out real soon. But thank you for your time. I mean, Sonoma, go enjoy it. And, and thanks for your great buys and your great art. Like, you make game better. So come to Nashville, Show.
0: I absolutely will. Nice to meet you.
1: Bye, Toby. Bye. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts,
0: the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.